Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Bring him in now to talk more about it from CBS 58, sports director over there, Kevin Holden. Kevin, how you doing? Man, it's great. Uh, Bill, I got to tell you, though, I, I got a, a terrible confession to make. Uh, I am standing outside where I live right now waiting mm-hmm. for somebody to deliver a cream puff from State Fair. That is, that is how <laughs> desperate I am right now. Uh, yes, normally this would be the time we'd be coming out of State Fair and you'd be kind of looking at the remainder of the uh, the summer saying, okay, i got a few weeks left, State Fair is now winding down, I'm feeling good, uh, just a different year. So uh, hopefully somebody drives by and throws one to you as we're doing the interview. But uh, let's start off with this Brewers teams first. Uh, I, I had said uh, earlier today that if you look at their win percentage, it would be one of the lowest in franchise histories if, indeed, it does hold up the way it is. So you tell me, uh, you know, th- about this team. You Give me your thoughts on how good, bad, and different this team can be. Well, I, I mean, it, it starts with this. It starts with the, the, uh, the, the fact that you can't really ignore having lost Yasmani Grandal, having lost Mike Moustakis, having lost Kane now, who's opted out for the year. I mean, you are missing some major, major bets from last year and the year before. And those aren't going to be easily replaced. The Brewers have a lot of good utility guys. They're not going to replace those. But I will say this. It is, it is one of those times where when you grab the stat sheet, you can kind of see the communal slump that the Brewers are in. Uh, I, I was looking at this. So Justin Smoke hit a homer last night. Second homer of the year. That ties him for second on the team. Smoke has one walk and 23 strikeouts right now. Keston here are four walks and 28 strikeouts. Ben Gamble, three walks and 20 strikeouts. So, it's uh, for one, these guys have chased a lot of pitches. They have not been patient. They have not taken a lot of walks. And that's one thing that's really – that's something that you can change from an approach standpoint. Once that changes, then you can have the other stats fall in line. You go to you know, the OPS crowd, the folks that like the on-base plus slugging percentage – do you know that the third highest among starters right now is Orlando Arcia? And that says a lot to how well he's played to start the year, but it also is not going to continue. I mean, that's, that's something where the other guys are going to catch up. Avi Garcia and, and uh, you know, even Smoke and those guys, they're, they are going to catch up on that front. Uh, batting averages, you see all these ones. I mean, these are things that, that just won't stick over the course of a long term. They won't happen over 60 games doesn't mean that uh, it's going to get magical, but this is, uh, unfortunately, it is one of those communal outages as an offense, whether it's the layover or whatever it is, they just haven't hit as a team yet. And maybe it'll happen, but it uh, hadn't happened so far. 
Is there any, I guess, positives that you're looking at going, okay, this is what's going to lead me to believe that this thing's going to come back and, and at least go 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 back to right, so to speak? I mean, I feel like the offense will correct itself, and I think from a pitching standpoint, there's some stuff to be excited about for the, uh, for the first time that we're talking communally among a rotation in a while. I like the way Adrian Hauser is pitched. Uh, you know, I know Lauer had his, his struggles, obviously, and Brett Anderson is 0-2, but... You, you've got some pieces to work from. Corbin Burns, obviously, is an exciting one in Peralta. This, this idea that Craig Council has uh, uh, put together a, a deep, deep pitching staff where he can sort of, you know, interchange and have, you know, dueling starting pitchers, a guy that can throw the first two or three and the next two or three. These, these are things that, that are seeming to work out well for this team, and they work out well in a 60-game season. They, they help out uh, over a, a shorter stretch like that. So, once that offense turns around, I kind of see a hot streak coming. I don't know. It's not going to be today or tomorrow, I don't think. But in the very near future, I could see them you know, having a, a really good week or two once the pitching is there and the offense turns around. Um, that's, I, I, I keep saying, we'll see what they do next week. We'll see what they do next week. And I just keep waiting for next week to be a better week, and it just hasn't been. Uh, I'm kind of hoping that maybe the circumstances changing, this 10-game road trip where they're on the road, you have a choice. You stay out in the hotel or you go to the ballpark early. Maybe you work out. Maybe you hit a little bit. Maybe you hit off the tee, whatever it happens to be. Maybe this road trip would be the elixir if you're trying to look for some type of optimism, right? Yeah, and, and you know the advantage, and, and this is one of the few times you would ever hear the word advantage uh, in relation to what's happened to us in 2020 as a society, but the temptation to, to go and uh, sort of drink the slump away is going to be a lot less. I mean, it certainly won't be in public if that happens. So I think uh, the fact that you can't just you, you can't go out that much on the road, especially having seen what's happened with the Cardinals and the Marlins, means that you'll have a team that stays focused on what they're doing day-to-day. Not that they wouldn't, but, you know, those, those, those breakout nights aren't going to take place uh, on the road. So, yeah, there's a possibility that just getting away, getting a new, you know, scenery for a couple of days might in and of itself be good enough to help a couple of these guys break out. I, I really do think it's going to happen. I just don't see, you know, the Omar Narvaez's of the world hitting this poorly over 60 games. I just, I just don't think that'll happen. So pitching staff wise, uh, obviously, Lauer gets sent uh, to the uh, to to the other team, so to speak, to to Appleton. So you tell me, uh, do you think they bring him back eventually, or do you think that uh, he has now been chastised and that uh, since he just can't seem to get out of that second inning, he's giving up runs at uh, just a, a monmouth pace, that he is going to see the light of day when it comes to Major League Baseball again. Oh, I, no, I think he'll be back. I, I think they'll, they'll give him a chance at the alternate training site to, to work things out. That was a guy with a lot of potential in San Diego. Uh, and, I mean, it may take 10 days or two weeks or three weeks, which is a huge chunk of a 60-game season. But uh, when, uh, when, when he gets it right there, when, when everything is, is back in line, they're going to give him another shot. Council, just, he uses this communal approach to arms. And he does not really waver off of that. I mean, to, to have a great council pitching staff, it's, you know, it's 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 guys. So if Lauer can contribute in any form, there's, there's no question in my mind he'll be back. Uh, what do you think, uh, you know, Yelich has obviously started to pick it back up. If Yelich starts hitting the way Yelich can, how much do you think that has a trickle-down effect to the guys around him in the lineup? Oh, man. Yeah, that's, that's the thing is you I mean, picture that 
being a guy hitting in front of Yelich. And if you're slumping, then you know you're going to start getting pitches to hit. The last thing they want to do is put you on base to bring Yelich up. And that's it is a thing. It's contagious. And it's, I think we're seeing the other side of it. Slumping can be contagious, but a hot hitting hitter, you know, can be contagious as well. That can really help out several guys in the lineup. So if you get Yelich going and then maybe even someone else going in the bottom half of the order, you'll see it start to spread. That's There's no doubt. And Yelich, of course, uh, we, we were saying earlier in the year we weren't too concerned, and all he had to do was have some otherworldly inside-the-park home run where a dude got trapped in a netting like a spider web. That's all you need to break <laughs> out of the slump. Who knew? He popped into the hammock, and that was it. And all of a sudden, you're off and running. I, I, I think Yelich's numbers are going to kind of equal out, which if they do, that means he's going to be hitting upward of 300 at some point uh, just to get his numbers back to middle where they normally would be. And if that's the case, then I think uh, the offense begins to begins to flow a little bit better. Who else do you think just has to become more productive? Oh, man. there's uh, you got to get a little bit of something out of a bunch of different people. But if you're talking about you know one, one batter in particular, you've got to have something out of your third base position. And I think Craig Council ideally likes the idea of Eric Sogard up in that position. He has been very patient at the plate. He's hitting under 200, but he has more walks than strikeouts. And that's the kind of guy you want on base for the Hurers and the Yelichs of the world. So uh, Sogard is a guy that, uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to see this under 200 jump up maybe 50 points, let him do some stuff with the bat. But I'd like to see him kind of grab hold of that third base spot so you know the Brewers can get something out of that position. Uh, th- this has been the dilemma of 2020 for me all along, first base, third base catcher. What are you going to get out of those spots in the order? Manny Pena has been phenomenal at catcher. But uh, if you can get some out of Omar Narvaez and you can get something really good out of Sogard over these last few months, I think you set the table with Sogard and Narvaez can help the bottom of the order. Well, that was the other thing is you talked about Manny Pena. At what point do you not play the statistics and you just play the hot hand? I know Craig Council alluded to that, that last night after the ball game. Say it again, Bill. I'm sorry. I, I, uh, I hit a wrong button there. <laughs> no, that's okay. I said, uh, you know, I know Craig Council alluded to the fact that at some point you have to go, you're going with matchups and statistics, but at what point do you just play the hot hand? Oh, yeah. And Pena, here's the thing with Pena. Not only is it the hot hand, he's the guy that knows the most about what's happening around here. You're talking about one of the most veteran guys that the Brewers have in that clubhouse now. A guy that's been here for years, that's done things. Uh, I, I think if Pena continues to hit anywhere near that rate where he's hitting right now, he's got to start drawing more starts behind the plate because, again, like, as you say, you've got a communal slumping offense. You've got a team that needs a hitter, and you've got a guy that's hitting. That's a, it's a natural fit, and I, that's one of those guys that I would start doing that right away. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wait a week or two. If I feel like that's something that's going to happen, I want to see more of Pena the rest of the Chicago series and then uh, onward from there. Kevin, good stuff. Hopefully somebody comes by and tosses you a cream puff, man. I appreciate it. No, he did. Timmy's here. My friend Timmy brought me a cream puff. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's not bad. All right. Good for you. A little taste of a little taste of summer. Not bad. There's there's three of these and if I run away rapidly I can steal all three. Perfect. Perfect. Well, we know you. You'll probably tear something when you start running, so be careful. At least enjoy the uh, comfort food. Good stuff. There you go, Kevin Holden. 
<laughs> we appreciate it. Kevin Holden from CBS 58 joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years, they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.